Hey guys, WFAN the Kid here, and today is Prediction Day. I am going to be walking you through my Week 18 NFL predictions, my final prediction Thursday of the regular season, and it's bittersweet because we're coming up on the playoffs, we're coming up on wildcard weekends, not too far away from the Super Bowl, but also, as a Jets fan, it probably is going to be the last game I see for nine months. I'm going to walk you through the interesting developments that we've had this week. A lot has happened in the last week or so in the NFL, as I'm sure you all know. And with that being said, I need to start out this podcast here with addressing the DeMar Hamlin situation. Obviously, we all saw what happened to DeMar against the Cincinnati Bengals. Midway through the first quarter, DeMar Hamlin made a a pretty regular tackle on T. Higgins, and right after that he stood up and then collapsed. It turned out to be cardiac arrest. He was unresponsive, like passed out right there on the field. CPR had to be administered. They did receive a pulse on the field before admitting him to hospital where he was quickly taken after the scary incident and he remained in critical condition and still remains in critical condition today but thankfully he was responsive he was awake today he was able to communicate via writing with family members and these are all good signs these are all things to be very thankful for but we must remember to continue i must urge you to continue to pray for Damar. He is still going through a lot. I can't even begin to imagine what his family has been through, what he himself has been through, and just a terrible, terrible situation, something you never, ever want to see in any sport. And, yeah, all I can say is keep him and his family in your prayers. Obviously, the Bills and Bengals game was suspended on Monday night, wasn't resumed Monday night, and definitely shouldn't be Skip Bayless. I'm pretty sure you said that just for clout, because if you actually believe that, you are sick. And today the NFL announced that it would not be resumed at any point, which I also understand why they would do that. But with that being done, and the huge implications that this game was going to have, it only makes logical sense to think that we might have to have an eight-team playoff. The NFL is considering doing this in both conferences to make it fair, to make it an even 16. And it would see the old NBA playoff style, where one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, and four hosts five. And I think it's fair. As a Jets fan, I would love it to happen to give us a shred of hope. But I do think it's fair, because... The Chiefs could very well obtain the one seed without deserving, so that's where they sit right now because they've played more games than the Bengals and Bills. So that would mean that every team would be playing on Wild Card Weekend. There would be no first-round buys. And with that uh, little walkthrough there, I am going to uh, reveal a little bit about Week 17, my record was 11-4 and four last week. And the three games that I highlight, as I always do, we'll start out with the first one, the Patriots beating the Dolphins. This was a huge, huge AFC East matchup. 
and everybody but the Bills has been slipping. There was a time when all four teams looked like they were going to be playoff teams, and now we're in danger of having just the one with Buffalo. The Patriots did come out on top, as I just said. I did get it correct. There was no two for the Dolphins, which hurt them tremendously. He's in concussion protocol, so Teddy Bridgewater was the starter until he injured his pinky, causing Skylar Thompson to be put in the game. And after that, it kind of went all south for Miami. Their offense wasn't getting anything going. They missed a couple of field goals, and they lost the game. This means that the Patriots do hold the seventh seed, which for now is the final playoff spot. But that is not safe heading into this week, and we'll talk about that coming up. The second game I highlighted from last week was the Buccaneers beating the Carolina Panthers. And this game wound up clinching the division for Tampa Bay. I did predict it correctly, and the Panthers' fairy tale bid for a playoff spot after the terrible start is over. Darnold tried his best to salvage it, but at the end of the day, it was not enough. And they're at 6-10 and 10 now, impossible to regain control of the number one seed, of the, of the number one seed, of the number one spot in the division at this point. And then the last game I highlighted from last week was the Seahawks beating my New York Jets. Another incorrect Jets prediction for me. And this one kind of falls on the shoulders of Mike White. I mean, is Mike White's coming off an injury? Yes, but is that an excuse for him to perform as terribly as he did? No, it is not. He was missing wide-open receivers, giving us zero first downs in the second half nearly, throwing terrible interceptions at terrible times. That cost us immensely. And it was just a disaster. Another game of zero offense for the Jets. At the end of the day, they fell to 7-9, and nine, eliminating them from the playoffs for now. If we do see the extension of the 18 playoff, there is a glimmer of hope. A slight glimmer of hope for the Jets. They would need a lot to happen, but it, it could be possible. And I'll get more into what they need when we talk about their game. And now, of course, we move into week 18. The final week starts out on Saturday. We are going to see some Saturday games again. And that's really nice. The last time we had Saturday games, it did not disappoint. We had the biggest comeback in NFL history. Then for the defense lovers, after the crazy offensive game, we have a defensive low-scoring battle. And then we have the AFC East duel between the Bills and the Dolphins with some snow at the end to make the Bills come back even more dramatic and that wound up clinching the Bills the division for yet another year. So the first game this Saturday is the Chiefs at the Raiders. I'm taking the Chiefs. This is a huge game for the Chiefs and because of their scenario with have playing one more game than the Bills and Bengals they need just one win. They need to win this game, and they're the number one seed. Is that fair? Not so much, but because of what happened, it's going to be the case. Jared Stidham for the Raiders showed that he does have potential. 
He threw for 365 passing yards, three TD passes, did have the two interceptions, but nonetheless, he took this team to overtime against the 49ers. And the 49ers are such a lethal weapon offensively and defensively, especially defensively where they're second to none in the NFL. And he came out firing right from the first quarter, from the first drive, and made the Raiders look like the playoff team they should have been looking like the whole year. So if I was Derek Carr, I would be worried and I would be thinking, this is probably the end of my tenure with the Raiders. Then the second game Saturday night has even huger implications because both teams are eligible and this is the AFC South title game. I am picking the Jaguars to beat the Titans. Do I think it'll be as much of a blowout as the first meeting between the two? No, I very much do not. Derrick Henry is back. He is expected to return from his injury that kept him out last week. And this is a completely different ballgame with or without Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry kind of gives the Titans a little bit of hope here without their starting QB to win this game. Derrick Henry is a monster. We know what he can do to defenses. And even in the first meeting against Jacksonville, he rushed for over 100 yards. Was it enough? No, because the Titans' defense didn't show up. But I'm sure they've worked on that since then. I'm sure the Titans' defense has worked on it. But the Jaguars, they have been on fire as well. Winners of four straight, scored 30 or more points in three of their four last games, and I can't see them being stopped. I cannot see Josh Dobbs coming in to start this game and winning. I mean, he did keep things close against Dallas Cowboys, yes, but that was like a meaningless game for the Titans. And maybe a game where the Cowboys were a little bit too cocky. Nobody's cocky going into this. Everybody understands the implications. And I don't think Dobbs is ready to go out there and outperform Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry, but I do not. So give me the Jaguars to win the game and be hosting a game on wildcard weekend. Yes, they would be if they win this game, they'd win the division and be hosting a playoff game on wildcard weekend. Crazy. All right, now we're going to move into the Sunday games starting out at one o'clock. We have a nice slate of games, saved some of the more entertaining ones for later, understandably. We start out with the Browns at the Steelers, which is another big one. Can the Browns be spoilers yet again? They beat the Washington Commanders on the road in a game that was meaningless for the Browns. And they did so pretty convincingly. Did the Commanders help Washington a lot by starting Wentz? Hell yes. I don't know why Ron Rivera made this decision. As a Commanders fan, I would still be scratching my head in my chair five days later. Because there was nothing wrong with Heineke. Heineke was the only reason that this season meant anything and that you had playoff chances in the first place. Carson Wentz is not responsible for any of the commanders winning. He was not a part of the winning streak. And just because Heineke loses to two well-playing teams back-to-back weeks, he gets outed. I don't understand it. Uh, Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. Back to this game that I believe the Steelers will win. They continued their hot streak in Baltimore. 
they got the win. They had to come back from being down 10 points, I believe it was, and they won the game 16-13. They have revived their season. and Or I should say, Kenny Pickett has revived their season. He is a contender for Rookie of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, he's gotten the Steelers to back to 500. And with a very real chance to give them the winning record with this win over the Browns, if he can get it. And I also think that the Steelers will be getting this win because of the other side, the defense, allowing 17 points or less in five games straight. And over that span, 11 sacks, 5 interceptions. They just have a very good all-around team. Is it young? Yeah. But a lot of potential and just what could be the start of something really special, very, very special for Mike Tomlin. And they can make the playoffs. If the seven-seed system remains, what they would need is to win this game, of course, and hope that the Jets beat the Dolphins, which is a possibility, and the Bills beat the Patriots, which is likely going to happen. So their playoff chance is very much alive. The next game after that is the Ravens at the Bengals. The Bengals, if they had lost to the Buffalo Bills, this would have been a game that could have decided who would win the division. But instead, the Bengals do not suffer that loss. They remain a game and a half ahead of the Ravens. So even if the Ravens do win, they would not be able to catch the Bengals. Nonetheless, I think the Bengals will win this game at home. They obviously are still shook by the DeMar Hamlin incident that happened on their home field just a few days ago. But I think they're going to want to go out there. They're going to win. They're going to feel hungry. I know that they wanted to have a huge game Monday night. And I think that they didn't really exert much energy playing for a quarter and a half. They should be well well-rested for this big game against Baltimore. And, and Joe Burrow's just been elite. They're still on their huge winning streak. Haven't lost since, what is it, week 8, week 9? And the Ravens maybe would have a chance if Lamar Jackson was playing. But without Lamar, to me, they just haven't been able to win convincingly. Did they beat the Broncos by one point? Yeah. And they also had like another win that they barely won. I think it was against the Panthers that they did it without Lamar. But these are not convincing wins that they're getting. Their defense is playing well, but Tyler Huntley, he is not the guy. Then after that, we're going to see the Vikings travel to Chicago in what should be kind of a runaway game for the Vikings. i got to go with the Vikings to win this game. The Vikings did just lose to the Packers and fall to the three seed. They would versus the Giants if the playoffs did end today. Or, I'm sorry, if the playoffs started today, they would versus the Giants. I, I, the Bears, Justin Fields is not playing. Nathan Peterman will start the game. And the Bears want to lose this game. They're still eligible for the number one overall pick, which I'm sure they would love to have if the Texans could get a win against the Colts. And yeah, I mean, the Vikings still could move up, not to the number one seed, but to the number two seed, where they were sitting for 
some consecutive weeks before this, uh, before they lost to the Packers, they were in the two seed for quite a while. And they can move up there. It would take the 49ers losing and them winning for that to happen. Then it is the Patriots at the Bills. With everything the Bills have been through recently, I, I mean, it's hard to imagine them taking the field and playing a game so short after a tragedy. Josh Allen and McDermott, they they say that they are ready. They're ready to go out there and they're ready to go and beat the Patriots. And I have full confidence that that is what's going to happen. I mean, everybody's behind the Bills at this point. If you're a neutral, you want the Bills to win. You want everything, the best for DeMar Hamlin. But there's a man named Bill Belichick. And Belichick will not stop at anything to get a win that could send his team to the playoffs. So I think this will be tight, but I think the Bills come out on top. The Patriots snapped their skid against Miami, as I was mentioning earlier. I mean, having no Tua definitely helped them, helped the Patriots get the win. And the only thing that I could see the X factor here for the Patriots is their defense. If Jude... Excuse me, if Judon can rattle Josh Allen, and if their secondary is playing superb, I mean, there, there is a chance. But nonetheless, I'm rolling with the Bills. Then we have up next, my New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> there has been such a stretch that the Jets have lost game after game after game. I mean, it feels like we've been losing every game for for like months on end, but it's it's been five. We had a December where we lost every game, and to start out the new year, another loss to Seattle. We're starting out this week at seven and nine, and we're starting out this week eliminated from playoff contention. But if at some point the NFL does announce that eight teams will take part in the playoffs, the Jets are still in. And here is the extensive list of what the Jets need to happen to get that playoff spot, assuming there are eight teams. First, they take care of their own business, snap the five-game losing streak, beating Miami, which I do have. I do think they will win this game. Then, they have to hope that the Bills beat the Patriots. They have to hope that the Jaguars can beat the Titans, which would keep the Titans at seven wins. And then after that, they would have to have the, the Steelers lose to the Browns. They would have to have the Browns win because the Steelers otherwise would be at 9 wins, which is greater than 8. So, a Browns win and a Bills win and a Jaguars win accompanied with a Jets win would send the Jets to the playoffs under the 8-team system. The Dolphins is much simpler. I mean, even if we do stay at the 7-team playoff system, they would just need a win and a Patriots loss. Much shorter list. The thing is, Tua Tagovailoa remains a concussion protocol, so it's kind of an anomaly who who are we going to see a quarterback for the Dolphins. Skylar Thompson is an option, but in the games that he's come into this season, he hasn't shown anything fantastic. I mean, he didn't do anything great against the Patriots last week. Then there's Teddy Bridgewater, who's still 
could play, but the the pinky injury really makes it difficult to see him starting. And they did acquire good old Mike Glennon this week, so he he might be the starter too. We, we'll have to see. Why I think the Jets will win this game is because of their defense. Even through the losing streak, their defense has been good. They have had some rough little patches, like the first quarter against Seattle was terrible, letting Kenny Walker run all over you. But they held them to 23 points. They played a much better second half. They were putting pressure on Geno Smith as the game continued. And 23 points or fewer is what they filled their opponents to through the last four games. So that's why I think the Jets will be able to win this. I don't see any of the trio of Dolphins quarterbacks that could start putting up a huge number against this defense. And yeah, hopefully the Jets could end the season with a win, or maybe not. Maybe Hopefully, <laughs> with all the scenarios, my mind is racing. Hopefully the Jets get this win against Miami and just get a win, regardless of whether it brings them to the playoffs or not. It would be nice to have a win. (laughs) Then the next game on the slate is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Falcons. I'm picking the Falcons in this game. They come in as four and a half point favorites over the Buccaneers. Uh, The Bucs have already clinched the NFC South. They own the crown. The Falcons, I mean, there's not much to say about them. They're a 6-10 middle-of-the-pack team. I guess I could say their rookie running back, Algier, he's played well, 296 rushing yards over the last three games. But this is not a game that means too much to either team in the final week. Then same thing with the other Panthers-Saints game. Going into these predictions, I ran the numbers because I wanted to see if the eight-team playoff happens who is eligible to make the playoffs that wasn't eligible before. And sadly, the Saints are not one of those teams. I did all the numbers, all the tiebreakers, all the scenarios, and not one gets the Saints into the playoffs. So, because of that, these are another another game with little meaning. Both teams eliminated. I'm going to take the Saints to win the game, just because they knocked off the Eagles, and I think they carry some of that momentum into this week. But yeah, with both teams out of the playoffs, it's kind of a boring game. Then the Texans at the Colts. This is a very big game for uh, draft pick order. The Texans with a win, which I do have them getting. I'm taking the upset here. The Colts are favorite. I'm taking the Texans. With a Texans win and a Bears loss, the Texans would be demoted to the number two overall pick, and the Bears would sneakily slide up to the number one pick that it looked like the Texans had in the bag. I mean, they held it for basically the entire season. So the Bears could come out of nowhere to get the number one pick. What they would do with it is interesting, because they do have Justin Fields, so I don't think they'd go for a QB. There is other talent to look at in this draft, but it'll be curious to see who they get, but even if the Bears do remain at the number two pick, they probably could just 
uh, take whoever they want because the Texans would take Bryce Young. But then there's all these mind games involved. Oh, what if the Bears say they will pick Bryce Young and they want to use leverage in the situation and trade for it? Nonetheless, I'm taking the Texans to beat Sam Allinger and the Colts, who have just been disappointed. The Colts have been flat-out disappointing for so many consecutive weeks. They got tortured by the Giants last week, gave up 38 points. And I think the Texans will find a way to exploit that, even if they shoot themselves in the foot in the process. And that concludes the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. Now the 425 games. All games on Sunday will begin at 425 Eastern, not 4 o'clock. We begin with the Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. I'm taking the Niners in this game. I'm going to say that they continue their winning ways with Brock Purdy at QB. He has very much become relevant, and everyone would agree with me on that. He has made a team that, when you saw these quarterbacks, particularly you saw Garoppolo go down, at least I thought that the defense would be the only thing that they have going for them. But it's not been the case. Their offense has been shining week in, week out. He's commanded this team and shown that he should be the quarterback and deserves to be the quarterback for this team going forward. The Cardinals have nothing to play for. They're eliminated in this game. And the 49ers need to get this win to independently clinch a top two seed, which would be uh, two home games to start at the playoffs should they win the first. Second one would also be in San Francisco, which is big. Home field advantage is big in this league. Then we have the Cowboys and Commanders in the next game. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. The Commanders could still be alive, if we see the 18 playoffs, they're 7 8 and 1 going into this week. They would need to win to improve to 8 8 and 1. They would need the Seahawks to lose to the Rams and they would need um either team to win. It wouldn't matter what happens in the Packers Lions game as long as it's not a tie. As long as one of those teams wins, then that combination of results would send the Commanders to the playoffs. But I'm picking the Cowboys, like I said. They have looked very, very good recently. I mean, they took a while to wake up against the Titans, yes, but their offense is a fine, oiled machine. That's how I'll put it. Running backs, not an issue for them. Have a great duo with Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard. And offensively, Dak Prescott is looking good. I would be a little bit concerned about the interceptions, but other than that, they look good. They do. And they can uh, come out of nowhere to take the number one seed away from the Eagles if they win and the Eagles lose. Then they could see themselves... Oh, sorry. That would see them winning the division. To get the number one seed, it would take a Cowboys win, an Eagles loss, and a Niners loss. That's what would need to happen. But certainly, a lot of spots up for grabs here. A lot of divisional spots up for grabs, wildcard spots up for grabs. Just an exciting week of football. I should also mention before I move on that Antonio Gibson will not be playing for the Washington Commanders. And furthermore, it was announced that Sam Howell would be starting this game. If we do find out that the Commanders are playoff eligible before this game, I could definitely see that 
changing and Ron Rivera wanting to go to hopefully Heineke. Because clearly the Wentz disaster, I mean, the the Wentz disaster was eminent last week. And now, but that's a mistake on Rivera's part, and he knows it. All right, next up, the Rams at the Seahawks, which I was just talking about a little bit. I'm going to say that the Seahawks win. And the Seahawks win would get them into the playoffs as long as the Lions beat the Packers Sunday night. I mean, the Seahawks have fallen off, yes. But Geno Smith is still good. He is still a good quarterback that can command an offense. And their defense even showed up against the Jets. They did enough to get that win. They held the Jets to six points. I mean, Mike White helped them out a lot, but nonetheless, they they still had a nice performance. The Rams, they can play spoiler, but I don't think we're going to see anything much from them with all the starters that have been resting for quite some time and all the starters that won't be taking place in the game this week for the Rams. The Seahawks should be able to take care of their own business in this game. All right, after that, we see the Giants traveling to Philadelphia in an important game for the Eagles. Very important. The Eagles just lost to the Saints. Minshew mania, I'm sorry, but it's looking like that is not the case anymore. That saying, I guess, is canceled now. Because they just lost by 10 points to the Saints. And this could cost them the number one seed. The number one seed that everybody thought they had locked in is now up for grabs from multiple teams. From the Niners, from the Cowboys, could both take it over if the Eagles don't win. They are huge favorites, huge two-score favorites by two touchdowns, I believe, to beat the Giants. And I'm going to go with that. I'm going to take the Eagles to win because Jalen Hurts looks like he will be coming back. And boy, do the Eagles need a good game from him because they cannot afford to lose this. They can't. With the easy matchups that the Cowboys and Niners have, this is a must-win game. And I don't want to knock on Minshew too much. I mean, he did a good job against the Cowboys, but the performance he mustered against the Saints, not adequate. They do have that running game that I think they will pound in this game with Sanders and Hurts, who is uh, definitely a good runner, but may see that a little bit limited. Don't want to take any risks of injuring him right before the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, the Eagles need to win this. And the Giants, they're locked into the number six seed. If today was Wild Card Weekend, they'd be versing the Vikings, but it could change who the Giants verse. They can't move up or down, though, staying at six. And we have one more four o'clock game to go the Chargers at the Broncos. The Broncos. I bet Broncos fans just cannot wait for the season to be over. It's probably felt like a long nightmare. You get Russell Wilson. You have these huge expectations for the season. You think maybe you could even compete for the division. And you take a look at your record going into the final week, and there's four wins on the board. It's just been a total collapse, total, total collapse for Russell Wilson. He looks like a completely different QB. 
do I admire their defense and what they've done in a lot of games? Sure. But this is a sport where you need to be firing on both ends to win games. And the offense has not done its job this year. They are under new management, bright things ahead, but I cannot see them closing out the year with a win against the Chargers. The Chargers have been playing much better football. Justin Herbert has led the way. Uh, Very good games week in, week out. Good stats on the board for him. Good touchdown, INT ratio, all that. And they moved up to the fifth seed with the Ravens' loss. So right now they would be playing the AFC South winner if they stay at the fifth seed. And... Yeah, I'm excited for Herbert's first playoff appearance. You know, if you listen often, I'm an avid Herbert fan. I have a lot of cards of Herbert. Always pay attention to him. And yeah, I mean, it should kind of be a blowout, actually, for the Chargers. Okay. Now we go down to the very last game of the regular season. If you remember last year's regular season finale did not disappoint an overtime game that went down to the final second between two teams fighting for a wild card spot it's similar this week we have the lions and the packers i'm taking the packers to win it though as of right now both teams are playoff eligible that could change if the seahawks beat the rams if the seahawks do beat the rams and the Lions would be eliminated and essentially have nothing to play for unless the A-team system is enacted. I keep bringing that up. Um, for the Packers, it's much simpler. They, they win, they're in. For the Lions, they would need a win plus a Seahawks loss to get them in, as I was just saying. But I, I'm taking the Packers because they're hot and because Aaron Rodgers is looking like his vintage self. He loves throwing to Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs is back, and Aaron Jones could be an X-factor for them, running the ball with A.J. Dillon. And their defense has even been notable, notably improving. They held the Vikings to nothing. I mean, they forced a ton of turnovers. They had a nice defensive score to open up the game against the Vikings pretty early on they had that they had the huge touchdown return so all of the elements of their game are clicking and that's why I think this is going to be another playoff appearance for Aaron Rodgers to add to the bank give me the Packers alright that is going to do it that is last game on my sheet here And I want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of these regular season predictions that happen weekly. I think I only missed one week when I had the sinus infection. And it's been a lot of fun. I will still be doing the predictions for the wild card games, for the divisional games, the championship games, it's all the way down to the Super Bowl. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And this is a fun week of football we have ahead. All right, thank you guys. Thanks for listening as always. I am WFAN the Kid, wishing you good night.